of spills and stains on your sofa? Wash away your worries with Anabay. Anabay, the only sofa that's machine washable inside and out, where designer quality meets budget-friendly prices. That's right, sofas from only $639. Anabay brings you a no-risk experience with pet-friendly, stain-resistant, and changeable slipcovers made with performance fabric, cloud-like comfort with high-resilience foam, and hypoallergenic featherless down that needs no fluffing. Their steel frame ensures longevity, and you can rearrange the modular pieces anytime. And here's the cherry on top, up to 60% off site-wide. It's backed by a 30-day satisfaction guarantee, so if you're not absolutely in love, send it back for a full refund. No return shipping or restocking fees. Every penny back. Join the revolution of easy, clean, stylish living with up to 60% off at anabay.com. That's A-N-A-B-E-I.com. Offers are subject to change, and certain restrictions may apply. Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time and range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom. Pushkin. Welcome back to Broken Record and part two of our interview with Questlove. I'm Malcolm Gladwell. Rick Rubin and I didn't expect to sit down with Questlove as long as we did. But after he told us in part one about how he wooed D'Angelo into collaborating with him, we just had to have him sit at the drums and show us how he did it. And then the stories kept flowing, including the best Obama story ever. Here's part two of our interview with Questlove. Just a quick note here. You can listen to all of the music mentioned in this episode on our playlist, which you can find a link to in the show notes. For licensing reasons, each time a song is referenced in this episode, you'll hear this sound effect. All right, enjoy the episode. You mentioned way back when that you played D'Angelo that little bit that lured him in. Mm-hmm. Can you can you play that? We have a drum set over there. Could you can you reproduce that? Do you, do you... <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. I'll, I'll I'll give you an example. Okay. <laughs> Is there a drum key though? Yes, there is. Okay, so. So the thing is, is that by that point in 1996, I was very guarded of my kind of uh, strict, disciplined, quantized drumming because I didn't want anyone to think of the roots as lesser than a hip hop group. So for me, I had spent five years to that point being the most disciplined 
lifeless drummer. You know, like my version of drumming was just to play the most disciplined, no dynamics, no none of those things. So um, the difference is in seeing D'Angelo and knowing what language he spoke, I wanted him to know I spoke that language too. Previously, I was speaking the language of hip hop, which was just like, kind of like my version of Thelonious Monk's talking about atonal, like the notes in between the notes. And it's like a broken drum machine. Yes. And the, the worst I played, the more excited he got. And that's the thing, like to do this, like you have to put your ego aside because every drummer was about evil Knievel, like gospel chops. That's the thing with drummers. If you go to gospelchops.com, you'll see some of the most amazing drum players that would put Neil Peart to shame, like that sort of thing. But playing with him, there, there was a song on his first album called Dreamin' Eyes of Mine, in which at the time I asked his producer, uh, Bob Power, did you guys like break the drum machine or something? Because the way that it was programmed, th this is how that song sounded, which made me knew that he spoke that drunk language. His programming was like, which once Bob convinced me like, no, we did that on purpose. Then I was like, uh, okay, I, don't, I, I think you're just saying that. But then once I heard Wu-Tang Clan, in which the RZA sort of does that with his production, but I kind of feel like it's the accidental tourist, like, oh, dog, that's hip-hop. Like, I just, I programmed it offbeat, like, you know, that sort of thing. Once we got to that place and that level, then I just, okay, this, this is the new language. I'm going to throw away everything that my mom and dad put me in school for, and I'm just going to drum like a five-year-old from now on. But really, it's just... Being human, that's that's all I consider it, you know? Were, were you, when you were playing that way for D'Angelo, so you're, he's in the audience and you're watching him while you're doing this? He stood up and pointed. Either he pointed or he gave me like the, 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 the black power fist sign, like, yo! The sentence was, yo, that's my drummer, or that's my brother. Like, yeah. I just, I had to let him know, I get you, I underestimated you, I'm sorry. I'm trying to be down. I speak the same language too. And he he got it. He got it in that moment. Yeah. I yeah. love that so much. Okay. I think if you if you didn't have the training that you had in the precision before, you couldn't do the drunk style as, as well as you do. You're right. I don't I think it's I don't recommend people and you know, that's kind of crazy that you say that because even now young drummers are on YouTube going to the top of Mount Fuji to learn the fanciest thing. And I tell them all the time, like, you gotta go to first grade first. You don't start off getting your doctorate. My dad was a notorious, he loved that whole James Brown, I'm finding you five, $10 for that role. You know, my dad's doing oldie stuff. So basically all of his stuff is all the same. Like, like he will not, my father did not hesitate ever to just, he wouldn't even look at me. You just look at his right hand, and if he flashed a five, five, 10, 15, 20. That's where I really got my disciplined chops from, not wanting to have my salary at the end of the night. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God for your dad. Yeah, man. After the break, Questlove talks about his tenure at The Tonight Show and how it's improved the roots as a band. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury 
with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Tired of spills and stains on your sofa? Wash away your worries with Anabay. Anabay, the only sofa that's machine washable inside and out, where designer quality meets budget-friendly prices. That's right, sofas from only $639. Anabay brings you a no-risk experience with pet-friendly, stain-resistant, and changeable slipcovers made with performance fabric, cloud-like comfort with high-resilience foam, and hypoallergenic featherless down that needs no fluffing. Their steel frame ensures longevity, and you can rearrange the modular pieces anytime. And here's the cherry on top, up to 60% off site-wide. It's backed by a 30-day satisfaction guarantee, so if you're not absolutely in love, send it back for a full refund. No return shipping or restocking fees. Every penny back. Join the revolution of easy, clean, stylish living with up to 60% off at anabay.com. That's A-N-A-B-E-I.com. Offers are subject to change, and certain restrictions may apply. Small business owners, this one's for you. Chase for Business and iHeart bring you a new podcast series called The Unshakables. This one-of-a-kind series will shine the spotlight on small business owners like you, who faced a do-or-die moment that ultimately made their business what it is today. Join hosts Ben Walter, CEO of Chase for Business, and Tanya Nebo, a lawyer and business consultant, on these storytelling journeys of trials, tribulations, and triumphs that hinged on a single event, a split-second decision, or even a stroke of luck. Whether the story is about a warehouse going up in flames or a former partner stealing a whole roster of clients, each episode will showcase the grit, determination, and resourcefulness a small business owner needed to turn a pivotal situation into a springboard for success. Listen to The Unshakables now and learn more at chase.com business podcast. Chase, make more of what's yours. Chase mobile app is available for select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply. J.P. Morgan Chase Bank, N.A. Member, FDIC, Copyright 2024. J.P. Morgan, Chase & Co. We're back with more Questlove. I was talking about playing drums. Can you practice too much? You want to know something? Uh, here's the thing. I don't practice enough. When The Roots first got The Tonight Show, like the first day where we had to sit in front of each other and rehearse, that was one of the hardest musical moments of my life. Like I actually stopped rehearsal after like three minutes and called my manager like, yo, it's kind of weird, man. What do we do? Because literally we've had a relationship as a group for 18 years where it's just like sound check, three hour show. We never rehearsed. So to be facing each other and trying to figure out how to be creative was so hard for like the first two weeks. 
And then we got over that quickly. And then noticed like, oh, we're really good songwriters together. Because previously we were doing the the White Album thing. Like, okay, here's my song. Uh, let me hear your song. Hey, I got a bridge for that. Let me hear my song. So now like we're writing songs together. But then it's it's also being in those close quarters enabled us to actually be friends again. Great. One of the one of the weirdest things I saw we we opened up for the Chili Peppers in Italy at a soccer stadium in front of ninety thousand people, and there was a part after the third song on the show. Those four got in a, a magic circle, like Chad came from behind the drum set, and they all came in a magic circle, and I was like, okay. The audience is cheering and it's like three minutes and then it go back. By the fourth night, I was like, why don't they just have a set list? So I went to flee and I was like, yo, what do y'all talk about when y'all get in that circle? He's like, oh man, we're just like we're grateful, man. I was like, what do you mean? He's like, dog, we're just at LA band, you know, in front of a soccer stadium of a hundred thousand people, man. I said, oh, you're not talking about the show or anything? He says, nah, man, we're talking about like dinner that night and remember that riff we did in rehearsal like we just take three minutes out to be grateful for this moment so then i went back to my manager i was like yo they're they're not even talking about anything deep they're they they're just talking about that and he's like oh that makes sense i was like that's not silly to you he's like well yeah they like each other you guys don't like each other and that hurt me so bad i'm like we like each other he's like dude you have a slither in a gryffindor bus you guys traveled separately. You don't talk to each other. Da da da. You got to be friends in order to to get that sort of magic back. And then seeing them do that, then that really retooled our relationship with each other. And then the third part was that just personal rehearsal time. Like now that we have a, a steady job, and I almost feel like I've robbed our fan base for eighteen years because I've learned so much in these past ten years of doing the show that I didn't know. I got educated on how to make music, how to be a band, how to be a better musician in these past 10 years that I didn't know between 1992 and 2008, which is weird. Amazing. It's amazing. I'm not giving back refunds either. (laughs) It's it's funny when you say that about the Chili Peppers in the circle. It's like you, you said they weren't talking about anything important. They were actually talking about the only thing that was important. Had they only been talking about the show, it wouldn't have mattered. You know, they, they were interested in something higher, let's say. Yeah, I, I didn't realize it at the Beautiful. time. I get it now, but I, I didn't realize that then. Talking about the show, who comes to mind of a musical artist who's been on the show who completely blew you away and you were, it really caught you by surprise. Unexpected, hands mind-blowing. Hands down, I did not know how powerful Bruce Springsteen was. At the time, I believe he was celebrating the, the anniversary. It wasn't the river, it wasn't Nebraska. Because the night belongs to us. Uh, Incredible. Maybe it was darkness on the, uh, on the edge of town. It was yeah. one of those albums that he was celebrating like the, the 30th, the 35th anniversary release of. He had asked the Roots to kind of amalgamate themselves into the E Street Band. So he had the super group. I mean, we could have just burst off into to orbit. The energy, I've never seen anything like that in my life. And then that night he played the Apollo Theater. He literally climbed 
the scaffolds, like the wall, like Spider-Man. He climbed up the wall of the Apollo Theater to the, the top tier level. I only seen Fishbone do that. <laughs> like climb. <laughs> I was just like, I have no energy. This I've never seen energy like this in my life. And then watched him at Madison Square Garden two days later. Like I was an honorary East reader for like two weeks. And wow. I was flabbergasted that all that greatness I'd known about and really didn't investigate and really regret it. But playing with him was amazing. But I mean, every act that's ever been in existence is such a, a bucket list moment for us. But what did you, what did you guys play? Do you remember? Springsteen. We did Because the Night Belongs to Us. And then the second time he came back to the show, we did The Wild, The Innocent, and The East Street Shuffle, which he invited all 400 members of the audience <laughs> to, rush the, to rush the stage. It was, because why not? It was, oh, my, oh my yeah, the NBC security was like, no, but, you know, it, it's the greatest job in the world. And people always ask, like, you tired of it yet? You tired of it yet? I mean, not every day is the 4th of July, but there's a takeaway. There's there's something exciting. And it doesn't even have to be music. I'm doing stuff with Steve Martin and doing sketches with Martin Scorsese. There's always something that's entertaining. Like, I realize now, and it's weird, like, from the age of two, when my parents kind of be into the music business, every aspect of it, until I became their band leader at 12, I didn't realize that this is the job I've been training for. Like in my mind, I'm like, okay, I'm going to start a band and then we're going to win Grammys and play this place and that place and sell out this arena and that. And that's not even half of it. All the knowledge and the wisdom that I have of music gets utilized in the show. So I, I love it. We'll be back with more Questlove after this break. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Tired of spills and stains on your sofa? Wash away your worries with Anabay. Anabay, the only sofa that's machine washable inside and out, where designer quality meets budget-friendly prices. That's right, sofas from only $639. Anabay brings you a no-risk experience with pet-friendly, stain-resistant, and changeable slipcovers made with performance fabric. Cloud-like comfort with high-resilience foam and hypoallergenic featherless down that needs no fluffing. Their steel frame ensures longevity, and you can rearrange the modular pieces anytime. And here's the cherry on top, up to 60% off site-wide. 
It's backed by a 30-day satisfaction guarantee, so if you're not absolutely in love, send it back for a full refund. No return shipping or restocking fees. Every penny back. Join the revolution of easy, clean, stylish living with up to 60% off at anabay.com. That's A-N-A-B-E-I.com. Offers are subject to change and certain restrictions may apply. Small business owners, this one's for you. Chase for Business and iHeart bring you a new podcast series called The Unshakables. This one-of-a-kind series will shine the spotlight on small business owners like you, who faced a do-or-die moment that ultimately made their business what it is today. Join hosts Ben Walter, CEO of Chase for Business, and Tanya Nebo, a lawyer and business consultant, on these storytelling journeys of trials, tribulations, and triumphs that hinged on a single event, a split-second decision, or even a stroke of luck. Whether the story is about a warehouse going up in flames or a former partner stealing a whole roster of clients, each episode will showcase the grit, determination, and resourcefulness a small business owner needed to turn a pivotal situation into a springboard for success. Listen to The Unshakables now and learn more at chase.com business slash podcast. Chase, make more of what's yours. Chase mobile app is available for select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply. J.P. Morgan Chase Bank, N.A. Member, FDIC, Copyright 2024. J.P. Morgan, Chase & Co. We're back with more from Questlove. How has your taste in music changed from the time you were a little kid? Um, it's, you're wide open. Lately, I've been exploring the stuff I shouldn't have, not shouldn't have been listening to. But it's like, okay... I'm a member of a Columbia House record club. Why did I get Debbie Gibson's Out of the Blue album? What, I mean, the critic in me now, like once I discovered Rolling Stone, then suddenly I became like a a rock snob critic and I know (laughs) buying those record guides and whatnot. But I'm like, yeah, Christine 16 was the first Kiss 45 I ever brought. I love Kiss Meets the Phantom. And then only reading later that, oh, that, that was their jump the shark moment or that sort of thing. And, I mean, I know all opinions are subjective critically about acts and whatnot, but as far as like how I listen to it, it's weird now. Like I wish I could, I mean, the way that I'm describing getting an orgasm from music, that excitement, it doesn't happen so much now because, you know, I believe that songs that you consider good, songs that you consider bad, but then there are songs that you know are effective and not effective. And especially as a DJ, that world always conflicts with me. So songs that I wouldn't normally listen to in my spare time, I know are crucial and work for me well at DJ gigs. And then there will be songs that I'll play at a DJ gig in which I know I'm going to lose the audience by more than half. And I'm still committing to it because I feel that. What's a good example of something you... One, I'll never play a root song. And the first time we ever went to North Carolina, like the DJ, like, oh, we got the roots in the house. There was like one clap. And then, <laughs> and then he put the song on and the dance floor absolutely cleared. And, you know, rightfully so, like there's no establishing of the one. You can't have any type of funk music or any soul without the establishing of the one. Like we were playing everywhere but the one. It's like now I'm interested in, in telling stories when I DJ. So I plan these meticulous scientifically proven it's like a beautiful mind like i'm doing these math graphics of 
this song's in this key and okay, this is an E flat and then the Beatles modulate to D and then I could put Human League after that. Da, 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 da. So that's how I craft my DJ gigs. Now, to give you an example, I did the gig of my life, a six hour DJ gig in Central Park for the Hamilton after party for the Tonys. From 11 p.m. to five in the morning, I was God. Every song was perfectly segued, was in the right key. It told a story. People would write me letters. Oh my God, there was the most life-changing display of music. You went from Kermit the Frog to da-da-da. And I did everything. Anything with music from Benny Goodman on down to Drake from 1930, I covered it. And they ate it up like nerds. I did the same shit at the White House two days later for Obama's last night in the White House. Oh, that's that famous party. Fail. Oh, yeah, it was. So two hours into it, he taps me on the shoulder. He said, hey, uh, you know, you're doing a good job. I, 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 I love the uh, Donna Summer and the old school hip hop and the jazz. And But uh, look at them. They, they want to have fun, too. And he's pointing to his kids. They're having a sit-in. They're having a sit-in. And they're just like looking at me like, nah, none of this shit works. And, ah, man. So then I became the DJ I hated. I'm like Googling, all right, let me go to Spotify, see what kids are listening to, like that sort of thing. So I became that guy, the guy I hate the most. And then suddenly, that night became Animal House. Uh Like it was the most debaucherous, the most... I mean, I could describe the t- smells like Teen Spirit video to give you an, ex- but it was like that crazy. They consider it the best night they ever had in their lives, and I'm having. A- Isn't there some? I heard some story, possibly apocryphal, that involves Usher getting into a, getting into it on the dance floor with who? With okay. who? That, with Barack Obama? Like they're <laughs> they're 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 dancing, like and he's coming up to me like, uh, play a, do you, do you have French Montana? And I was like, sir, uh, I don't have the clean versions of that. He's looking like, uh, we're all adults here. Go, go play it. I was like, sir, I'm not going to play Pop That Pussy, bitch. What you working with? And, <laughs> you know, it literally, like, I'm, you, you listen to that, Grant, all these presidents are, like, looking at me in the Hall of Presidents, shaking their head, like, I, I will say that at one point, I, like, I was really depressed because I had planned to make my grand statement they were going to declare a national holiday after me because I'm I'm the feng shui DJ. Matt, like, I knew I was going to get a MacArthur Genius Grant for this shit. And uh, at one point, again, I'm like looking on the internet, songs kids like, and Springsteen walks in. And I'm telling you, it, it's, you can't imagine a wilder, like think of the Eagles backstage stories. Think of, Freddie Mercury's uh, Queen Jazz release album party tales. Think of Animal House. Think of, like, think of everything. That's how wild that party was. And Springsteen walks in and instantly Patty's like, ah, we're going to party. He pulls him, "Mm -mm, mm-mm. And he looks at me. He gives me that look and shakes his head a little bit like, I know you know better than this. (laughs) And I just, I felt ashamed, like, yeah, I'm sorry. I sold out. Wait, why does the why does the world's greatest set list not work at the White House? What went wrong? So here were his words. I I was on the verge of tears because I built this up to be like this is gonna be my grand statement. I've been waiting for eight years to have this moment. <laughs> and whenever you build something up in your head and it doesn't go out in your favor, okay, you're gonna have a panic attack. And I knew I was gonna have a panic attack. Yeah. So I was like trying to 
exit stage left and get out of there. And he's like, no, 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 come back. And, you know, they're all like, play more. And I got to go. And, okay, thanks, thanks, thanks. So afterwards, I'm walking. He's like, so you, you have a good time? I was like, yeah. said, no, you, did you have a good time? I was like, oh. yeah, it was cool. Because then I didn't want to make it about me. This is his last night. His night to get loose and everything. Yeah. They're all, everyone's crazy drunk and all this stuff. This was his night. So I was just like, yeah, it was cool. And he's like, what's wrong? I was like, yeah, you don't want to hear it. Man. I'm cool. He said, no, t- tell me. And he's all right, let me guess. You, you're, you're like an artist. And uh, you, you, you planned uh, your, your, your grand artistic vision of how you thought the night should go. And didn't work out. And you're overthinking it, and you're thinking that, uh, you know, I sucked. And I was like, well, yeah, yeah. He said, so he tells me a story. He says, he talks about Charleston and the Dylan Roof situation with the massacre. He said he knew that 30 seconds after the shooting happened, that he was going to have to speak at that funeral. So he had crafted, he had instantly knew, it's like, okay. I got to craft the speech of my career. This is going to be my profiles and courage. You know, ask not what your country can do. So he says he has the speech of his life, like ready to go. He's been working on it, perfecting it. And he goes down to Charleston, South Carolina. And he knew three minutes into that speech, it wasn't going to work. And so he's like going in his head. He's like, I'm not, I'm not reaching the people. And he's like looking at his people trying to warn him in some sort of baseball signal that I'm going to go rogue and, and freestyle. And they're getting upset. They're like, oh, you're the worst when you go on your own without us approving the script. And he said, some just told me, Barry, start singing Amazing Grace. Then he starts singing Amazing Grace. An incredible with, moment. Right. And everything turned around. He says, you know what I did? He said, I served the people. I served the people. I saw that something was wrong. I figured... How can I fix this? I took a moment. I breathed, collected myself, and I served the people. He said, and what you did tonight, you saw that something was a little off, and you served the people. There's honor in that. You did the right thing. We had the time of our lives. You served the people. So you should be proud of yourself. Now, do you feel better? No, I don't. (laughs) (laughs) I cannot believe you, 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 you so didn't give me any love as as the way no nah, i mean it really messed me up a, a majority of 2016 i rejected like 80 percent of the gigs i was i was depressed i was just like if you fail at records what good is your life and then that's when i started my thing like well i'm gonna stop djing at nightclubs and just do it for the kids and Mm-hmm. hopefully when these parents bring their three-year-old kids here, they'll see me the same way that I was doing on the block party. And, oh, I want to do that. That was my mission. But no, uh, his wife asked me to curate uh, her book, Becoming. Yeah. And again, they asked me to just put like 30 songs together. And I wound up putting 1,400, 1,400 songs. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, Amir, we didn't ask for the story of my life, but we'll take it anyway. So, you know. I, I had to redeem myself. Thanks to Questlove for kicking off our second season. You can go to brokenrecordpodcast.com to hear the songs discussed in this episode and in part one. Broken Record 
is produced by Justin Richmond and Jason Gambrell, with help from Mia Lobel, Jacob Smith, Julia Barton, Jacob Weisberg, and of course, Rick Rubin and Bruce Hedlam. Our Broken Record theme song is by the great Kenny Beats. This show is brought to you by Pushkin Industries. I'm Malcolm Gladwell. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Your getaway with Apple Vacations begins the moment you step on board one of our exclusive nonstop vacation flights. Escape the ordinary with packages starting at just $599. No layovers, just pure relaxation from takeoff to touchdown. Immerse yourself in the joy of travel with Apple Vacations. Your journey is as enchanting as the destination. So pack your bags and leave the rest to us. Visit AppleVacations.com or call your local travel advisor to book your vacation.